If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Wrestling Soup is intended for a mature audience. We like to use naughty words. Wrestling Soup. I'm Anthony Missionary Thomas, joined along with Joseph E. Numbers and our... Mm -hmm. uh, and our special guest, who the Smiths is for, not because of the Royal Rumble tonight. But I digress. John Draper. Welcome yeah, back, yeah, Duder. That, that's, the song, that's the song I hear in my mind. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, man. Wow. It's been welcome a minute. Back. Wow. It's welcome been a long time. Back. It has. It has. And wrestling is still kind of the same. <laughs> wow. What yeah. the hell? How have you been, miss, sir? People were like, people were like, did you quit? Were you fired? I was like, no, my microphone just hasn't been on for 17 months. There you go. <laughs> There's, there really wasn't, uh, there really wasn't much that you missed. I mean, I, I like we said, Brock Lesnar. I don't know if you've heard of him, but uh, I've heard about this kid. Was he like, wasn't he on like a like Zoom or something? What was he on? Like the yeah, uh, well, like he started a kid on, show. Um, he started on TikTok and. Uh, <laughs> They really strapped a rocket to him once he started. It was getting those Slim in. Jesus, wasn't he? Well, it was when yeah. he started taking the selfies that Vince McMahon started liking him and putting him in angles and stuff. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> he's he he uh, does a lot of stuff with the Logan brothers. I think oh, I think that's where yeah. he came from. Uh, me oh my! Looks like a looks like a forward-thinking progressive. <laughs> oh, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, if you read the internet, he's just a ripoff of Adam Page anyways. So. Really? I thought he was Von Wagner's dad. I oh. thought that's what I would know. Mm. Yeah, close. Oh, my God, dude. This was, wow. What a what an absolute fucking slog this was. Yeah. <laughs> this was rough. I think we're going to have differing opinions on some of it. I really do. I, I don't think uh, overall it was the worst fucking thing i've seen matter of fact there were some real highlights yeah. tonight yeah but i think we're going to agree on unanimously on what the worst was but mm. royal rumble took place tonight st louis 
Uh, what do they have? Uh, 43,000, 44,000 in attendance at the mm, dome. Like that. Yeah, it was a pretty fucking packed crowd. I got to say, the crowd was really on fire. And I'm kind of happy for that because the last thing that this show needed going past midnight is just a bunch of people sitting on their hands, not responding. I, I like your usage of the term on fire. You thought they were dead tonight? No, no, no. I mean, no, like, I know why you're, I know where he's going. Why? Yeah, they could, because they were, because they potentially could have actually been on fire. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean that thing that didn't happen that everybody's freaking out about at the evacuations? Yeah. No, it, no. Bitch, it depends on who, who said it. <laughs> it depends you, on who said it. Somewhere you're a low it. testosterone, low energy, uh, beta man. Yes. Then maybe. Maybe you, it's a different interpretation. If you hear that, right? If you hear that from certain websites, mm. that the that this was basically a great white situation, <laughs> like this. That if you if on some websites, that's what this was. Yeah. But everybody's safe. Let there, me just say this: everybody's safe. Everybody's fine. If there's any mm. other websites reporting injuries from the fucking sign or whatever, they're they're full of shit, people. You know, we we had Andrew Carlock there. Obviously, people remember him from Wrestling Soup and False Count Radio and other places. He's like, dude, I'm I'm literally watching this all go down, and nobody's being evacuated, nobody's set on fire, nobody's hurt. So, all these websites the only, freaking out are just full of shit, dude. Everybody's fine. The only people that are hurt are. Those I heard the fire contained thirty-seven hate crimes. <laughs> oh, that is. <laughs> That's just what I read. Mm. I, I, I can neither confirm nor deny. When I was that off on Twitter, the ground, have said that has massive hate crimes Twitter. reported in the fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think the only people that were probably hurt in this situation were the people that believed that there was hope for the future of wrestling. Mm. I think <laughs> or was, feelings could be. Feelings. Yeah, that too. There was probably some. Well, there's always hurt feelings after every wrestling show that happens now. So, yeah. no, this was. Ooh, oh boy. Yeah, there was there were highs and lows. That's being generous. Absolutely. Highs and lows. Well, we started off the night. Um, besides like promo packages and stuff like that, which was fine. They opened up the very first match with Seth freaking Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Uh, singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. Wow. It's almost like if you give people what they wanted in 2014 they'd react positively to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange. It's almost like if they'd have just done the damn thing that they should have done eight years ago, it would have gone well. And people really wanted that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking, John, but I, what I saw there was like, wow, somebody finally put together that we should have done the damn thing this way. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because I have to say this. That was an insanely hot crowd. Uh, you had to notice the crowd was super into it, super invested, and it looked full. Did you guys feel like it came off like a big event, like it, like it had like a big event feel? Because yeah. that's the, the crowd at least put it there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, from the entrances to, I mean, before they even rang the bell, that crowd was really into it. That's why I was kind of surprised. I'm like the overall feel of the audience – made you feel like oh look it's royal rumble without all the covid restrictions you know i mean i still saw people wearing masks ringside i'm sure you guys did too there was still a lot of them not everybody was wearing masks 
And it didn't look like anybody was running around and forcing people to wear masks and stuff like that. I don't know if they did any vaccination scans. I'll we'll, we'll have to talk to Andrew about that, you know, to see if they did the thermometer thing at the door, you know, or, mm. or see if you had your card or whatever. But yeah, it, it felt like a normal Royal Rumble, one without restrictions. I, I really enjoyed the fucking opening of it. Yeah, well, that this is Missouri. So I'm sure what they did was they just asked who you voted for. Yeah. And <laughs> then they went from there. Uh, That's actually okay, uh, show me your ticket. Show me your ticket. Hey, where do you stand on Will and Grace? Lock it or hate it? Hate it? Okay, get back in line. Okay, you're good. Come on, come on. You'll be a, come you'll on. be all right. You'll be all right. Do you, right. you think? Do you think Carl Tuckerson is a bad guy or a good guy? <laughs> let me let me ask you hey, just a quick question. When you saw the the Minnesota's roots, who was you rooting for? Okay, one nation on. Come on, man. We got you. Okay, we're good. Yeah, plus one. You got a plus one. Okay. When you do rock, paper, scissors, do you always pick rock? <laughs> well, That's no one usually. picks paper. Come on now. Jesus. No, yeah, really. No, unless you can fold it into a hat if you yeah. catch my drift. Uh, no, this was <laughs> the opener of the show was pretty much the best thing that happened on the whole damn thing. And that's really strange coming from me after the past X amount of years. I mean, it's just funny how people want to see Seth Rollins not dressed like a ventriloquist dummy being obnoxious. You mean Friday? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> it's, it's almost like they wanted Seth Rollins as the fucking badass shield guy to be a baby face and fight Roman Reigns, who's so transparently a fucking asshole that anybody with eyes and ears picked this up a decade ago. And now the crowd's like, wow, we're finally getting what we want. Roman, you can just see it in Roman's face. He's like, wow, this is easy. It's yeah. like, yeah. And they could have been giving this to you the whole fucking time, but instead they wanted you to be suffering sucker sash. So congratulations. They understood but, no. where they were going with this. And I think yeah. that even throughout all the silliness of, of Seth's promos that were setting all this up, his back and forth with Roman, you know, even him wearing that Joker shit on Friday was, oh, that was a little rough too. You know, <laughs> trying to be, he, one minute he was a Heath Ledger, the next minute he was uh, uh, the other Joker, the one that nobody fucking wants to talk about. So it's like he was bouncing in between different characters with this corny ass laugh. What? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Thank you, Iraq. But, uh, Jared Leto, I think the one. No one oh, well, that one too. Oh, he's definitely a little uh, Jared Leto. Jesus. But, uh, but no, I thought it was a good idea for him to come out in the shield garb. I thought that worked. And it was interesting too, because when he came out, I was for sure expecting everyone to cheer Roman and just boo the shit out of Seth. I was pleasantly surprised it didn't go that way. No, they, they made the right choice to get the cheers. Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, they did, but, you know, it's it's funny because you feel like some people treat these guys like they're still, like, young upstarts. Yeah. Like, oh, the new generation. And it's like, haven't they been here for, like, 10 years, or am I making that up? No, no. Dude, 2014, that's when the Roman Jesus. turn happened, or the Seth turn happened. That was eight years ago now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for God's sakes. Oh, by the way, speaking of these not being uh, – new hip young guys and girls anymore uh what screamed more i'm an aging millennial uh seth dressing like the joker or sasha walking out dressed like fucking sailor, sailor Moon. Moon. 
He's like, Sailor Moon fucked Cookie Monster. Uh, That's what it looked like. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. For what Sasha usually wears, her coming out looking like a weeb threw me the fuck off. I did not expect the Sailor Moon gimmick. And not in a good way. Yeah. Not in a good way. Oh, I'm sure she made a lot. Yeah, Dan Goes the Mayor is right. I'm sure a a lot of the anime dorks were fucking stiff. Yeah, because that's the crowd you want to impress. Eh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, there were some good points to this match. Uh, I I really loved that, uh, that reversal that Rollins did from Roman's spear directly into a pedigree. It was also a nod to his affiliation with Triple H. I I don't know. I thought that was a highlight in the match, too. Overall, they were solid against each other. They wrestled a good match. They should wrestle a good match against each other. But eh, I don't know. I, was, I wasn't expecting it to be so visceral between the two, especially for the opener. You know? I, I don't know. What did you guys think? Well, it was the crowd. The crowd brought them back to it. Because at this point, these guys have wrestled, like you said, at this point, uh, I mean, God, how many times they should have a good match together, but how many times that they had the match where the wrong guy was the heel, the wrong guy was the baby face, sure. the wrong storyline is happening. Seth, like I said, is, is dressed in a fucking weird preacher's outfit for some reason, and yeah. Roman Reigns <laughs> is having to pretend he's a sweetie pea when he's actually a complete fucking chud, like of course they were going to react to this match. Of Mm. course this match was going to get a little more intense because that's what it's supposed to be like when people are invested in it. The guys are supposed to get more excited about it, but yeah, this was easily the best thing on the show. Dude, spoiler alert. The funniest part. I don't know. To me was when fucking Rollins is getting choked out by fucking, uh, by Roman and Roman screams to the ref. He won't allow me to let him go. He's literally choking him, and the ref's like, let him go. He's like, he won't allow me to let him go. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It was it was some funny shit in there. It was a good first match. It was a solid opener. Oh. And I agree with you guys about the, the the crowd really made the match, but I think they put on their best foot. You know what I mean? Like, they led with their best outfit. It was one of those cases where you expected the opener to be kind of like I don't know, mediocre. I mean, did did either of you guys think that this match was going to put on as much as it did? Oh, um, no. I, and I think, honestly, Mish, I think it's a combination of the audience being super generous, just like really into it, like from the time they bought the tickets, like eight months ago. Yeah. The, the fact that, both, honestly, you know, and I, Seth comes off sometimes like an emo Mo Sizzlack. <laughs> you know what I mean? From the, Hey, hey, I'm a bad guy now. Hey, hey, Roman. Remember the shield? <laughs> it's like, you know, but, but I feel like they both really committed. I feel like they both really, like, they both decided they wanted this to come over big. You know, and it's as much as I'm sick of seeing the two of them in any, like, sort of inclination of whatever characters they want to make. Yeah. I thought it was good. I was like, okay, I'm into this. And the crowd helped. I think the crowd definitely helped. Absolutely. Yeah. The right move was jumping him at the end. And hopefully this leads to an injury angle, which takes Seth off TV for a little while. And I'm not meaning that just because I've shit on Seth, but because that will actually make people sit around and go, oh, what's going to happen when he comes back? Well, he can come back as a baby face instead of continue to cut just slightly more baby face versions of the annoying shitty promos he's been doing right so make them want him to come back make them have him come back 
keep the shield shit on him, please, for the love of Christ. Yeah, why not? I, I don't even understand why they would have let that go. Like, he could have been using that for a while and fucking with that. It would have done wonders for him when he was trying that baby face run before. But. Well, they, they, they didn't know. And not only just that, they also thought to themselves, like, oh, no, he's beyond that. It's like, no, motherfucker, he ain't. Yeah. Well, the match ends <laughs> with a DQ. Uh, Seth Rollins wins because of the five count. Roman Reigns snaps afterwards. And, uh, you know, the fans are really into it. Fucking loud chants of Roman sucks, which uh, was kind of cool. <laughs> you know, fun first match, fun opener. We move on from there to the 30 women Royal Rumble match. Wrestling Soup will be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you guys uh, know about Poo Knife? No, I don't. Poo Knife's like the biggest thing on the internet right now. Yeah. You didn't know about that? I've heard of the Poo Knife. How does the Poop Knife perform? Does the family take the knife and cut it yeah. when it's in the bowl? Or do yeah. they stick their knife up the butt? No, wow. they're smashing it, dude, they're smashing it into the into the toilet to break oh, the yeah. poop up. I'm betting that this is a generational thing in their family. Well, I just put poop in Google and knife came up immediately. <laughs> Try it. I love the idea of standing there with the knife like a fucking serial killer. Yeah. Just what do I do now? Well, do you walk over to the sink when you brush your teeth? Yeah, you wipe it down with a piece of TP and then you hang it back on the hook, right? Wouldn't it be rude if you're using your sister's poop knife? <laughs> Mom, Jimmy's using my poop knife. How many times have I told you not to use your sister's poop knife? I'll read off the, the participants and then we can go through it. Uh, number one was Sasha and then Melina. Then Tamina, Kelly Kelly, Aaliyah, Liv Morgan, Queen Zelina, Bianca Belair, Dana Brooke, Michelle McCool, Sonya Deville. Natalia, Cameron, Naomi, Carmella, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Ivory, Brie Bella, Mickey James, Alicia Fox, Nikki Ash, Summer Ray, Nikki Bella, Sarah Logan, Lita, Molly Holly, Ronda Rousey, Shotzi, and then Shayna. Man, this was a this was a commercial for incels in so many different ways. 
Oh, I mean, really no. Was. Really? This oh. really was. This was like eight different versions of a commercial for incels. It was the, like I said, Sasha coming out and being like, he, he, I'm just like you by my only fans. Like that right from the get uh, directly into like weird ass shots. And just, but by the way, this match moved at a pace that like a snail was sitting there. Like could, Hey, could, could you guys move? Like, can you, can you do something? They all stood around, like staring at each other. It was fucking so awkward. It wasn't as was- active as the men's the men's rumble. I'll, I'll give you that, but I don't know if I would necessarily say it was bad. There was a lot of subplots that were taken care of. Obviously, they brought out <laughs> Cameron to get sacrificed to Sonia Deville in order to forward the Naomi Sonia Deville storyline, which I thought was interesting that instead of wrestling, the two did what they're supposed to do. They fucking brawled on the mat. They were just Mm. swinging fucking wildly at each other. I'm glad that they didn't go, Oh, well now we're going to do a her Karana and then I'm going to slap you and then leg sweep you. And then I'm going to do my booty bounce in your face. Like they just fucking went out there and beat each other into the mat. And I I was actually kind of happy about that. Um, other things, Tamina got a little bit of a fucking... I was surprised she was out there as long as she was. Liv Morgan getting ejected by the Bellas. I don't know. Maybe it's just mm. me. That that felt very therapeutic. I enjoyed that. It was kind of like watching... <laughs> it was kind of like watching like rats eat their own. You know? <laughs> I was very fond of that. You, um, you, you might not know this, John, but Mish, for some reason, has decided that Liv Morgan is the worst of all these girls. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah. Like a Dana Brooke doesn't exist. Like a really? Kelly didn't exist in this match. Is it, like, is it because if, if this was like South Park life, she would work at Raisins? <laughs> <laughs> she would be, she'd be the head raisin, John. She would be the way she'd be, she'd the, be the receptionist at Raisins. She's, are you, she's the one that took butters for a ride. You know, <laughs> I, you, you can say, Good night, that. Helen. You, you can say that all you want, but she was, I believe, the eighth person out, and by that time, she was the second best wrestler to get into the ring. So that that'll tell you. <laughs> oh, Dana Brooke was nine. Yeah. Now Liv was yeah. the sixth one out. Dana Brooke was awful too. I actually kind of laughed. Jesus. I mean, she came out there with Reggie, and nobody said a fucking thing. That was the quietest the audience was throughout this entire wow. match. Wow. Yeah, Dana Brooke got nothing. And even when she had Hard. that spot where she was going to go on the outside and Reggie saved her, nobody fucking cared. Nobody mm. fucking cared. There, I don't even think there was booing. I think they just, they were silent. So Dana Brooke has nothing really going for her. The Carmella thing was kind of goofy with her going over to Graves because it's like, wink, wink, nod, nod. If you know, you know. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I groaned at that. Was there really anything to this match? And once again, like I said, it went on forever. This match, this was the second match on the show. And I was like, by the time it ended, I was like, is it time to go to bed? It was officially, Joe, 59 minutes and 40 seconds. Wow. It felt it felt like a half hour longer. And I didn't think it was terrible only because the expectations from so many of them is are so low. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like with when the kid like the kid with special needs cuts his own food and everybody acts like he just solved like a some crazy riddle. You know what I mean? Like it's this, just, it really is. It's just we have very meager expectations of what what gets booked for the women's matches. Yes. 
and 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 all and and all seriousness, I think this was not that bad, given what they normally are given to do. I 110 percent agree. I think that the oh. women's Royal Rumbles matches have been poor in the past. I think this one sur- surpassed all of those in in a lot of ways. I mean, like, dude, there was like little little nuggets that were fun watching Nikki Ash just fucking clobber the shit out of Molly, like right out of her mm. boots. I fucking mm. loved that. I thought that was such a great heel move because when Molly's music hit, everybody jumped up on their feet. They were excited to see her. They knew exactly who was coming and fucking Nikki cleaned her fucking clock. It was great. Mm. Yeah. That was like one of three things in the entire match that made sense and was any good. <laughs> Everything about Mitch. I, I, I was going to say, if this was closer to the holiday season, I would believe that you guys were both visited by three ghosts. Uh-huh. Because you're so generous right now. Yeah, but Joey, but but think about it. Like, like, say, like, you know, the dumbest kid in your class gets like the hard answer. Does like, you know, the Goodwill Hunting thing. Like that's what that's what I'm. That's where I'm approaching it from. It's like I expect so little and such trash. And like when it's not that bad, it's like oh, I'm so glad you didn't pee your pants before you came home from school. Like you you get a cookie now. Uh, You see. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna steal something from the late great Patrice O'Neill right now, okay? And it's when he was talking about uh, like fucking hooking up with some me- like a mediocre lady, right? <laughs> to say it nicely, he goes a handsome woman. Yes, he's like I'm not gonna. He goes I'll take it, but I'm not gonna work hard for it. Like he's like, I, if it's if it's like Fruit Loops that fell on the ground, like he's like, I'm not, I'm not bending down to pick Fruit Loops up that fell on the ground. That's how I feel about this. You want to have a dumb, shitty, mediocre match? That's great, but I'm not going to wait an hour to watch it. Mm. I don't want to watch it for an hour. And right. by dude, by the time this was done, yeah, Ziggler remembers stale crackers. Like I'm not, I'm not running all over town for stale crackers. But I didn't think you had to fucking try that hard. Like, the bad parts were bad and the good parts were good. And I thought that the good parts were so good that it made other bad examples of the rumble kind of wash out. I mean, I I really do like John's analysis of you're talking about the remedial class. Mm. The women's division is the remedial class of this entire card. And we know that. There are absolutely some superstars on there. But the majority, hmm, hmm. And the, the leg that, up program, right? Well, what, you say? Just one leg up, you know. Um, one leg up. But I mean, like, who who was watching this going, man, oh, man, I can't wait for Alicia Fox to win the Royal Rumble? Like, nobody. But it was funny to watch the Bellas turn on her and smack her in the face. It was funny to watch Summer Rae come out there for a breath and get thrown right the fuck out. It was funny to watch Sarah Logan come out as the Tasmanian devil. You know, it's just oh, Sarah Logan. Yeah, oh that was weird. God. And don't and we're overlook we're overlooking the biggest thing was Rhonda. I mean, like I right. I didn't like that's that was huge, and it was it was received in a huge way. The crowd lost their fucking mind. They were yeah, like, "Holy yeah. fucking shit!" Rhonda Rousey is here. Rhonda should also have just been thirty. And they should have moved this along so much faster. Dude, Rhonda, by about a minute and a half of her being in the ring, too, if you looked at her, she was, like, throwing knees in the corner and then giving, like, 
it looked like she was doing the Macarena she was hitting so lightly. Yeah, like she was, was not practicing on her time off, clearly. No, it was it just it made her look like shit. But the hype was already, real. The hype train for Rhonda was fucking yeah, but, real. Yeah, but Joey, the live crowd lost their like they lost their collective shit. You know what I mean? They were so they were like, oh my god, Ronda Rousey is here. I didn't know that. This well, is amazing. Let let's hope WWE does not take the generosity of this crowd at face value and think this is the bullshit that they can give people. Oh, but you know forward. they will though. Come on. All right. So I'm looking now. I'm looking at the list because we just listed off a bunch of names, and, and in my mind, I'm going, how many actual good wrestlers or people that were even half decent were in this match? Out of 30 women, I'm seeing, let's see, one. I'd say like eight, maybe. Uh, one. Just one uh, person out of 30? No, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm going out of 10. Oh. Uh, so there's there's one. Well, I'll make it simple. Shayna Baszler, I think, is a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I think we've agreed yeah. on her before. Oh, um, number 30? Yeah. yeah, that was a good way to literally completely kill the crowd fucking deader than Jesus. Yeah, that, that, that placement was off. Yeah, I, I, was terrible. Yeah. Ronda Rousey, yeah. obviously. Molly Holly's a good wrestler, but she's a throwback. Nobody's really expecting anything of her. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that Lita got as much as she did. They definitely left yeah. some uh, breadcrumbs for Lita and Charlotte and a few other people, too. Uh, Sarah Logan, no. Nikki Bella, no. Shotzi, eh. Uh, got out of there pretty quick though guys yeah. they got shots out of there fairly fairly quickly summer ray no nikki ash oh. uh alicia fox eh. no mickey uh. james was there for a while which was kind of cool but and I, I was honestly a little happy to see her coming down to the ring and people chanting for impact and she obviously had the title with her i thought that was kind of neat that was a little nice pop for her brie bella no Ivory, Dude. Ivory didn't even wrestle. Ivory came I, out there in the RTC, and I was gonna say, I just, I just looked through the list. I counted six that are actually good, and one of them is sixty years old. And that's Ivory. <laughs> But she didn't even Molly. wrestle, though, dude. A young, <laughs> Joe, but a young sixty. A young. She 60. is a young. You're 60. Overlooking the young. Embrace the young. <laughs> Ivory probably would have done better than ninety percent of the women in the ring that wrestled tonight even yeah. with an AARP card Probably. like she would have still humiliated most of them and that's the scary thing but no this match was cockadoodoo shits mm-hmm. on a stick just a wow. big I, I liked it cock-a-doo-doo. I'm not gonna lie I liked it I was because the expectations are so low honestly it, uh, it's like when you watch your your brother's like like dog you know with the incontinent and it doesn't pee on your rug and then you give it a huge treat <laughs> that's just how I approach it honestly Flair and Rousey did the face-off at the end of the match. Uh, Flair charged Rousey. Rousey flipped her out the ring. Rousey is your new uh, Women's Royal Rumble winner for 2022. Well, I refuse to be a solo monster. Mm. Okay? Mm. This was was still cuck-a-doo-doo shits. But there was was more. There was more. Miss, you liked it, right? I liked it. Yeah, I did. I I really did enjoy Uh, it. I enjoyed it for what it was, you know. I mean, we'll we'll get to the ratings and stuff like that later. Uh, at the end of the match, though, this is when Ronda Rousey's pyrotechnics set the WrestleMania sign on fly on fire, <laughs> to which everybody was apparently freaking out, and there was just burned bodies everywhere and whatever mm-hmm. other shit that other people are saying. But no, every everybody's fine. Nobody was evacuated. They were moved out of their seats while they pulled the sign down and put out the fire and then put it back up, and then they went back to their seats. Like evacuated uh-huh. to me means you're kicked out of the fucking building. Like 
you got to go. You can't stay here. And oh, it was dude. literally like a two-minute thing while they just moved out of the way for the sign, and then they moved back into their seats. It's just so oh, weird. Oh, man. Well, so, dude, I, I don't want to say you're wrong, but somebody just texted me something from uh, Sean Ross Sapp. He said uh, that um, apparently they get... were handing out smallpox blankets at the event. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but apparently they they brought in some therapists and some therapy dogs. <laughs> consult the people who were exposed to the fire and and it looks like some of them are actually full-time college students and those universities have decided that they don't have to complete the semester for a passing grade oh, wow man so all's well that ends well did they bring in yeah. any police slash social workers to uh they have threatened to kill anyone who says anything against it they oh. will be murdered in the in the town square oh jesus that's horrible Oh, then my apologies to Sean Ross Sapp then. Uh, we go on to the Raw women's title match after this with Dewdrop and Becky Lynch. Um, I mean, um, oh, 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 I mean, yeah. okay, go uh, ahead. I'll get, you, you can take the floor for this one. Oh, this one. Yeah, this, go ahead, Nish. This one's a little rough. Uh, you know, I had hope for this match. I really wanted to just, just an Irish bitch and a Scottish bitch to go out there and mm. just beat the fucking ever loving piss out of each other, I uh, we, uh, I didn't get that, guys. I I, I didn't get that. <laughs> I did you get Dewdrop falling on uh, on Becky to where they had to replay it like fourteen times to let oh, us God. know that Dewdrop has some weight on her. And can you believe she fell on Becky like that? Oh my God, guys! <laughs> well, thank thank Christ yet again that this crowd was so generous because after sitting through an hour of terrible women's wrestling, they figured then they would have some more terrible women's wrestling, except this time in the form of Becky Lynch having to uh, wrestle a, uh, hmm, what's a nice way to say it? Uh, A really uh, slow wrestler that was dressed in what looked like a a, a couch cover. Well, she was wearing a Scottish kilt. But she mm. just put it over her entire body. Like that was that was what I was getting. That that was like Scottish colors or some shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, you know what? Honestly, bad. after the women's rumble to put another women's match on, it's like, oh, I could pee again. I can get up and pee a second time. <laughs> a second pee is awesome. I can take Wait a scoop. <laughs> I just rushed all the way back to my seat. And now I can get up again. It was 13 what? minutes. It was a 13 minute long match. I got to ask you, um, is Becky Lynch training with Adam Cole lately? Is is that what's going oh, on with Becky Lynch? My God. Uh, I, I just, it, it's just, it, it, look, Becky gets the pop. I get it. But honestly, is it really that important anymore? You know, it just seems like she doesn't need no. to be here. I, I'm just saying like, she doesn't, there's so many women. They hire so many people all the time. You don't need to be here. Well, like, John, you know, it's, just, it's is, boring. It's, like, it's one-dimensional. Dude, if, we, if we're looking through that list of the women that were at the Rumble, and I'll talk about a couple of the men that were in that Rumble, in their Rumble, too, respectively. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Both ends are going to get it. Get their, both of them yep. are going to catch these fucking hands today. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> there, there's, there's a reason why Becky needs to be in that spot apparently because look at what they have look at what their options are 
Yeah, but Joe, I'm just saying there's so many people. There are so there is like another 30 women that didn't make it to the Rumble. Yeah. But there's you know, so, but like just so hanging out bad. and tweeting but and playing so Twitch bad, in uh, in leisure wear. <laughs> but they're so bad. Oh, by the way, I figured out uh, about 10 minutes into the match too between the makeup and the absolutely fucking atrocious gear. Uh, what uh, do drop actually looked like and i and i mean this in the nicest way because i love this character uh john candy's uh role in um space balls dwarf yeah it was like wharf or something my own best friend yeah barf was that his name barf yeah, yeah barf yeah i mean oh, come on dude yeah she it's, just it's been it, a long it, time, there was a terrible look the match was not any good. It was just complete no, fucking But garbage. Joe, don't you think it hurt more from the placement? I would have opened the whole card with that match. Maybe. And then did, you know, you know, emo crusty. Hey, hey, Roman, let's do it. <laughs> you know, I would have. That's what I would have done. I would have opened the show with Dewdrop versus Becky. Got the Becky big pop, whatever. And then I would have moved into emo, you know, versus uh, uh, Roman, you know. And that I just think, don't you think it was hurt by the placement after a women's hour rumble match? Yeah. Well, this, this card was booked like shit anyways, because dude, also, by the way, couldn't we have done without the Miz and edge match? Mm. Couldn't mm. we have done without that, which we can get to as well, but oh, that, we'll get to that. Ugh, I have that. strong feelings about yeah, that match more this, than anything else. On the show. This match definitely over promised under delivered in every aspect I think a lot Jeez. of it hurts too, though. The fact that Becky Lynch is a heel, and I think fans would rather cheer her than boo her. So putting her in this match where co- basically both girls are heels, it didn't elicit much. It was really weird the offense that they were both using against each other, and what should have been an enjoyable match turned out to be an exhibition match at best. And that's me being generous. I, I don't think this was a good match. If there was a pre show match, this should have been it. I, I agree with you, John. I think that out of all the matches tonight, the one that should have been a pre-show match would have been this. And that's the women's title, too. So, and that shows you where we're at. Yeah. From there, we move. Uh, we get the, the uh, what do we get? The Lynch celebrates, blah, blah, blah. We've got a uh, break where they said the actual attendance was 44,390 people. And uh, we get a video package, which... What did you guys think of the Brock Lesnar, the Bork Laser, and the Bobby Lashley video packages? Did you guys enjoy those? Or yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. It felt it made it, it. I thought it set a tone. You know, this match already had a ton of fucking heat on it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people were already like whipping it out over this anyway. But that, that made it feel almost like a UFC, like like you know, like one of these UFC Bellator like on major like network shit yeah. happening. I thought that I, and it was, in, you know, I, everybody was already invested in it, but I feel like that was just to kind of put it over the top. You yeah. know what I mean, Joey? Yeah. Well, amidst all of the desperation and just really weak shit that's on this show, by the way, don't think I, don't think I missed this either. Uh, did you guys happen to see the Damien Priest promo where for some reason, all of a sudden he's like, 
you would like me if I'm angry. And then yeah. they put no. like a voice modulation on him. So I, I must have tuned that out. Uh, <laughs> that was the that Honestly, was choice. Like I have willful indifference. <laughs> it's called. Dude. Willful indifference. John, Look it up. It's a, a real thing, man. They did a voice mod on him. So he's like, you know, there's a demon in me or some stupid shit like that. And then he, they, they changed his voice and I'm sitting there and I'm going, give me a fucking break. Yeah. And that's why immediately following that, if I remember correctly, were the packages for, uh, you know, Bobby Lashley and, and Brock. And it just reminded me where I'm like, oh, this is, this is what happens when you get like two legitimate athletes who have a story and a pedigree and are believable. And you know they're actually tough, but you sandwich it on the show between voice modulated fucking Damien Priest, Madcap Moss, oh, and yeah. fucking Dewdrop. Like yeah. it, it looks like shit. But this was that was great. I should just say, I uh, you're right. I mean that fucking package stood out on this show like a sore thumb, but in the right way. Yeah, right. I mean, I love those packages. I wish they bring them back. They had the ESPN clips on there. They were showing their history. Yeah. It really did give you the big fight feel, which is something that WWE doesn't do enough of, which coincidentally, back during the Attitude Era, they did that shit all the time. They would hype up yeah, mid-card but if, matches. You know, I don't mean to cut you off, but like they did that all the time because it wasn't an expense. You know, now they're, you know, everything is an expense now. So to shoot and produce and make something like that, it costs money. Yeah. So they're just like, well, we, you know, we, we don't have that money. Yeah, <laughs> which they do. Yeah. <laughs> they have, no, they have, yeah, no, we're burying it, Joe. We're squirreling it away. It's a squirrel fund. Yeah. They have, they have billions of dollars, but they're like, we couldn't do that. Well, you know what, John? I don't a billionaire, Joe. Dude, Fruga I don't billion. even know if it's much so the money, but it's like you don't have the stories. Like you just don't have the stories like but you did. Those kind of help the stories, don't you think? Like you can take a mediocre feud or a mediocre storyline, and once you start putting some kind of history to it, and God forbid, the one thing that you've talked about for fucking ever since the start of this show, what you do with those vignettes is you bring continuity full circle. You start attaching all the dots because they didn't just say, "Oh, well, this is what Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar did last week." They started talking about their history, their past, where they came from. Yeah, dude, it was it was good. I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah, but 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 Mish, don't you think a part of them is like, look, we already did the we already ran a metrics on this. Everyone wants to see this anyway. Why waste money? Mm. You know what I mean? Like everyone's gonna tune in because they want to see it. And it's Saturday. And the whole Northeast is under zero degree temperatures. Yeah, it's two feet of fucking snow. Yeah. But yeah, it's two feet of snow. And these people are poor and tired of fucking. <laughs> well, that's, well, no, but like, uh, and by that, I, I, sh- I should clarify what I meant by that too, is that in 1997, 1998, into like whatever the mid 2000s, is you did have these stories with the guy, like, you have a Ken Shamrock. You have a guy where you can sit there and go, look at this. Or even, uh, you know, a dude that could be perceived as a punchline now. He was kind of like the Steven Seagal of wrestling at the time, but like a Steve Blackman, right? Right. But at least these were people that had a thing. Like, what what are you going to do now? You're going to be like, then there's Baron Corbin. He's happy. 
Mm. And it used to be sad. Like, (laughs) how are you going to make a video package for a lot of these guys? There's no depth. They have no pedigree. They have nothing coming out of it. And the ones that do, there's not really on the level of a fucking Bobby Lashley, not on the fucking level of Brock Lesnar. But these are also, by the way, are both grown ass men in their mid to late 40s who went out there and did shit. They didn't get hired and sent down to the performance center to sit around for a half dozen years and try to learn how to take a hip toss. Mm. So there's way more to them. And I think wrestling in general lacks those guys. It lacks those characters. It lacks those just the entire ability to tell those stories because they don't exist like they used to. The doctor deaths are gone, you know? The Damien Priest promo was absolutely horrible. And it goes to a weird thing, too, because I know we're going to get to the Royal Rumble in a, in a minute, you know, but it was it a little odd to anybody else that they didn't have any kind of a crossover with Bad Bunny and Damien Priest if Bad Bunny was going to be in the Royal Rumble? Oh. Didn't well, you see that? Well, mentioned no? it, yes, but I, I didn't think of it at the time, you know, because I don't know. I just didn't think of it at the time. Really? I, I For me, I think... Damian Priest's largest defining moment in his main roster career has been WrestleMania with Bad Bunny. Has been his feud oh, with Bad Bunny and uh, Miz and Morrison back in the day. Like, that's why I thought it was a little odd. It's like, oh, you got this guy back. Cool. Why isn't he fucking around Damian Priest? Or why didn't Damian Priest eliminate right. him? Or, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I just thought that that was an opportunity to connect the dots, but they didn't. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We got Andrew Carlick on the line. He was at Royal Rumble. First off, Andrew Carlick from False Count Radio and, of course, <laughs> Wrestling Soup. Uh, how many people died in that fire? I didn't see any. I didn't see it happen. <laughs> I could tell you that uh, people, there were people that were quote unquote evacuated, but that could have just been because Becky Lynch was mixed and that was the piss break. Because <laughs> that was when I did it, and man, that shit was crazy as far as like just trying to take a leak or get another beer. No, I mean, I, like, I didn't see it. Like, I sent you the pictures of what the sign looked like before and what they said it looked like after, yeah. and there's really no difference. So, you know, 
Not saying those have them, and I didn't see, but like I was staring right at the sign when all that shit went down, and I, I, I didn't see it. So as far as I could tell, it was pretty orderly. Uh, as far as getting out of there was another story. But uh, Well, can you give us some yeah. thoughts on what happened during the show? Like, is there any like notable things that happened around? We'll miss this because uh, I'm going to, before I, I talk to you later in the week, I'm going to watch, you know, watch the show on Peacock. For some reason, I feel the need to watch it a second time. In the women's match, for one thing, there looked to be something that I saw where Nikki Bella tried to do a suplex on. I think it was Bianca Belair. And it looked like she dropped her on her head. Did that happen or am I making that up? Oh, no, I missed that. Yeah, I, I don't, Andrew, John, I don't remember that hey, either, John. actually. Joe, do you remember that? What's up, my brother? Well, you see, I, for one, I, I believe that to be. Uh, you know, conjecture, pop and cock, because I, I can't imagine either of the Bellas doing anything in the ring outside of just, you know, uh, technical perfection. So mm. I didn't. I was thinking of the poetic. I was thinking of the poetic irony of Nikki Bella broke somebody's neck in the ring. Oh. Andrew, it sounds like you're perpetrating a hate crime. Anyone else feel that way? I think that you're right now, what you're doing is you're criticizing a in-ring performer who uh, is a woman, and that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds she, like you should check your privilege. Yeah, she's actually the other 29. Yeah, she's brilliant. And uh, Hey, did you get a chance to uh, see Liv Morgan not know how to sell a spine buster from Rhea Ripley? Did that look as bad to you as it did to us? And did Andrew, Andrew, did anyone have a sign that says Liv Morgan has pancake tits? <laughs> anyone? Anyone? No, but I saw, I saw a seven-year-old with a sign that said, marry me, Carmella. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, was, I was like, kid, you don't want what she's got. Oh, yeah. And plus he's seven. She'll steal his, his DNA yeah. and apply it to her skin. <laughs> And then Corey Graves went over to that seven-year-old, and uh, he tried to pick a fight, and needless to say, the seven-year-old kicked the shit out of him. So The seven-year-old is more punk rock than Corey Graves. <laughs> and you know what my favorite thing is about going to a WWE show? Is that, with the exception of any... Uh, any the $30 about, an okay. hour parking? Well, with the exception... Well, actually, I stayed like a, right across the street, so I don't have to park. But, um, but uh, with the exception of the soupy type of people that'll be there, I'm like probably like top five most intelligent person in the in the building and that's probably a somewhat of a stretch but not really <laughs> did you uh did, did you happen to see any uh aw diehards there that were waiting for cody Rhodes to come out any orange cassidy signs i don't know i saw a few diehards and they were just like yelling for uh you know your standards during the uh opening match they were yelling for um you know, John Moxley to be part of that. You know, your Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, stuff like that. There were champs and stuff. But were, yeah. were they just booing everybody that came out? Pretty much, yeah. But but then it was like, did we lose you? Huh? I was gonna say, it's no, bad. no, I'm here. I'm here. Did you pass out from the excitement? Well, Andrew, we're, we're going to continue the show, man. Thank you very much for joining yeah, I'm on us. My phone, so. Yeah, no worries. Right, dude. Much love, Andrew. Be safe, brother. Thank you, dude. All right, talk to you guys later. Take it easy, bud. All right. So we go on from there. We go on to Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Obviously, we talked about the, the the demo package and everything else like that. What did you guys think of this match? Did you guys enjoy it? Was it hard enough hitting for you? Because I see again, and I and I know Joe, you you have some anger towards this match. I didn't think it was horrible. I thought the outcome all of a sudden shifted the rest of the night into a negative light. Because, I mean, I think when me and you went into this, 
we thought that Brock Lesnar was going to retain. I think even on Thursday, we were saying that Brock Lesnar is going to retain. And then yeah, fucking Vegas came out with these nine to four odds, like 20 minutes before the show starts. And I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking confused over here. I'm like, how in the fuck is Vegas betting thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on Brock Lesnar to win the Rumble? And he's not even in it yet. And I'm like... <sighs> And because other people were like, yeah, I totally believe Brock Lesnar is going to lose the match. He's going to go to the Royal Rumble. I'm like, would you bet $1,000 on that? <laughs> and it's like, uh. so yeah. I was very confused. But what did you guys think of the match? It was okay. I mean, it's just, I feel like this isn't going to be a one and done thing. Like that's, that's obviously not what it's going to be. And once again, as the night goes on, it suffers from, you know, you had the hot opener. With, you know, two guys that had been so, you know, mix of lukewarm to supposedly being the biggest draw in the company as is. And then it went on to the terrible women's match, then a terrible women's match that it's just like, hmm. by the time it got to this, it felt like you were just going through the motions. Yeah. So it, it was really hard for me to get much out of this, but to, it, it kind of was what it was. There wasn't a lot to take away from it. If anything, this kind of happened so quickly compared to how much I felt like everything else dragged. I'm kind of indifferent towards it. The match was, uh, I think it was the shortest match of the night at 10 minutes and 15 seconds. Wow. You know, honestly, guys, like I, I, I was excited to see it. And then when it happened, I lost interest. Like, does that make any sense? Like, I was just like the buildup. Like the buildup was so much that it couldn't live up to them actually doing anything. Yeah, just, a, yeah, that was my takeaway from it. Well, it's also supposed to be that was supposed to be like an actual main event on a show, and it should have been on a show where there were you know five matches or yeah. six matches, and those matches should have been ten minutes long, and they should have been sandwiched between eleven commercials <laughs> and. Uh, endless fucking, you know, bullshit. Like that's the, that's the problem with this is there's no ability to keep a pace going to where, by the time you get to a place where you're like, here's two 300 pound monsters that want to throw hands at each other. And your general vibe is like, Oh, I guess that's going to happen. Like it's not even, Whoa, it's just, Oh, well, I guess that's the thing. That's good. Mm. We're getting there. Like you're just, Going along, but so it's not. more the placement that's the issue for you because of the pacing of the entire night, not necessarily this match. Because I don't know, I didn't think that there was anything spectacularly bad about this match, and I agree with you about losing a little bit of the uh, the the focus and the attention going through it. Mm. Other people in the chat, uh, Jashon says, uh, "Yeah, he lost he lost halfway through the match," and it's like I can kind of feel that. But then you realize yeah. this is the shortest match on the entire card. Our attention span should have been perfect for this match. But I think when you got to the ending, too, it was a little bit uh, screwy. I mean, I enjoyed the intro where fucking Paul obviously takes it, does his shtick. The fucking crowd goes along with him. Everybody was hyped up when that match started. Like, it was on fire. And you had them slugging each other back and forth. It was just big, meaty men throwing meat, beating each other down with meat. And I was yeah. like, that was good. And that was fun. <laughs> and then he got to the Paul Heyman bit. And then Paul Heyman does the screw job. and gives Roman Reigns the belt who, you mm. know, fucking blasts Brock in the face. And then you get that. And you knew something was going to happen. We, I think we all thought there was going to be something screwy to go down because people yeah. thought the Usos were going to come out and fuck with Brock. 
you know, people thought that I thought at least that the hurt business or uh, we're going to come out and fuck with uh, Bobby Lashley or something like that. I knew there was going to be something screwy. I didn't expect the level of turn that was happening with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns, though. Yeah, but but can I ask you guys a question? Didn't you feel like the Paul Heyman turn didn't mean anything? Like, it just seemed like even the live crowd was like, meh, okay, he turned. Yeah, it, you know? it's like he's underneath some kind of a spell. Like Roman Reigns is some kind of like voodoo witch doctor. And, yeah. and like he said the magic words and all of a sudden Paul Heyman, you know, just snapped at attention went, yes, master must yeah. kill Brock Lesnar. It's like, uh, I don't know. Which that's never been Heyman's character either. Right. Heyman's always been conniving. It's not like he's supposed mm. to be like, and, and, and you can also tell that Heyman's kind of tired with it too, because you know, when he's like, on which he's typically on but tonight you just you can see it in his face he was just going through the motions yeah 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 which is which sucks when when he's at a point where he's going through the motions it's not a good sign no yep bobby lashley is the uh new wwe champion um Mm. obviously uh brock lesnar was laid out and paul Heyman and roman reigns join hands and skip up the ramp together Um, tribal chief. <laughs> yeah, now we get another fucking four weeks of that shit. Oh, my uh, tribal chief. I love you, my tribal chief. Come inside me, tribal chief. Tradition <laughs> on my face, if that is your wish, tribal chief. Face down ass up, tribal chief. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, then we go on to the Gaga match of the night, as Joe would say it. Miz and Maurice versus, uh, as they put it, Hall of Famers, Edge and Beth Phoenix. Oh Oh, boy. You know what? I had no expectations going in. Ergo, no expectations going out. So. I switched off the channel completely and watched reruns of Baby Seals getting clubbed to death. (laughs) 
So was Beth channeling Luna Vachon or Bertha Faye? Which one was it tonight? Oh, my God. Well, to the baby seal point, at least the seals sold. Uh, <laughs> unlike Edge in the Smash. Dude, I, I said, uh, hey, Siri, name four people I don't care about in professional wrestling. And they named those four people right off the bat. <laughs> Well, this is well. This is what makes this card, in a lot of ways, so fucking sad. Is that there was barely anything on it, yet it managed to be three and a half fucking days long, yeah. and felt every moment of it, and it was paced like complete shit. Where you look at it and you go, like, dude, after this match, we're talking about the main. Like that, we're done. Yeah, like we're, right. <laughs> we're 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 getting on to the last match, but it. It took what four hours to get this shit done. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. fucking. But this on, was folks. the intermission. This was the intermission match, though, wasn't it? I mean, if you really want to talk, look, we can joke <laughs> about Becky Lynch and Dewdrop being the piss break. I think this was supposed to be the actual piss A break. Third P, man. A third P. <laughs> you know what? It, it, somebody needs to go to a doctor. Well, like, whoever's <laughs> booking these cards needs to be like the <laughs> prostate exam stat, right? Frequent urination is a, is not a good thing. <laughs> Seriously, you're giving you're a continent at that point, dude. If you were Three pissing in an hour, if you were pissing during the thirty woman's rumble, your urethra fell out. Okay, it's just I'm sorry, Lord. dude. To have this many peanut matches, I mean, a, a fucking elephant, a horde of elephants wouldn't have this yeah, many really. peanut matches necessary for them to <laughs> to be well, satiated. This match was a show, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this sorry. one was not great. It was it was silly. You for know the what, sake though, guys? Honestly, it, it it was helped by the fact that the crowd was so generous. I did uh, like, like that. Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that is all I might say. It was just like. Like if you was just flipped a channel and watched it, you would have thought everyone was very invested in this. Yes. But outside of the live crowd just being so happy to be there yeah. and great for them because they came off great on TV. Awful. Like uninteresting. Well, the most interesting part during the match was watching Maurice fix her wedgie 14 times during it. So I was okay with that. Just watching a hot woman pick her asshole for for 10 yeah. minutes and 15 or 12 minutes and 30 seconds. You know, it's just so, yeah, well, you know what? If that's the match, if that's the peak of the match, that's a little, <laughs> it's not really a good, well, a good match. That's something tells me this isn't like even remotely like the first time something's been in her ass. Ah. Like, not even remotely. Well, if that was the case, she'd probably have less kids. So, but I'm pumped. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe it's just you know it's dark, Ms. Misses. You know, no one's a no one's a thousand percent hitter. Well, that's what that's what it means when he says Miss and Misses. It's not Misses, it's Misses. <laughs> yeah, that's what wrong wrong one. Yes, wrong one. They did another another brick purse shot. Thank you, Father Dirk. Gotta love the yeah. uh, the the brick in the purse shot, dude. <laughs> By the way, I mean this this just goes to show you how poorly this booking is always fucking or has been for so long at this point they already burnt edge out yeah i mean it, well, he was gone for what over a decade yeah. and I then knew. he comes back and they found a way to where it's just like and, and by the way i was never a fucking edge fan so maybe i'm not the person to speak on this but like right. is there anybody now being like oh fuck edge is on the show yay not not any. <laughs> I don't see any of that. Well, you guys, 
But Joe, don't you and Mitch think it's just member berries? Like any connection they could make to a time when they were hot shit. Oh yeah. Like bring in Lita, bring in Edge. You know what I mean? Like any connection they could make to a time when they were like culturally like very relevant. Dude, they brought out the Kelly Kelly, one of the worst yeah. females in the history of WWE wrestling. Awful. They brought her out. I don't know what the fuck she was wearing. Some somebody's pink socks or something. They brought her out for the member berries. Oh, tonight was all about member berries. Absolutely. Yeah, this was this was another instance on this show, though, where it's it's not like the like I said once again, it's not like the card was bloated. It's just everything's executed so poorly, slowly, clunkily, and then they just ham fist, like I said, commercials and ads and bullshit. It's just, there's no pacing. It feels like you're watching fucking Saving Private Ryan in fucking Chinese because it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't stop. I, I mean, the match did to me what it was supposed to. It was supposed to be corny. It was supposed to be laughed at. They gave Beth her big moment where she got to beat up the Miz and power yeah. problem and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's it, it, it wasn't supposed to be important. Like winning or losing this match does nothing for anyone. And I think mm. Beth Phoenix even told everybody weeks ago that the only reason she wants to do this match is so that she can wrestle with her husband. And I thought that was the most honest thing that was said throughout any promos. Well, between the four. thank God we could all waste, you know, 25 <laughs> minutes of our lives. 12. So yeah. Beth 12. Phoenix could wrestle with her husband. Into the, into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad that I'm going to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning today so Beth Phoenix can be happy. Millionaire Beth Phoenix. Thank goodness. I'm glad well, she's okay. We go on to the Men's Royal Rumble, the main event of the night. Uh, let me read down the list. We started with AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, Austin Theory, Robert Roode, Ridge Holland, Montez Ford, Damian Priest, Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville, Angelo Dawkins, Omos, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Happy Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Rick Boogs, Madcap Moss, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, Kofi Kingston, Otis, Big E, Bad Bunny, Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. Uh, first and foremost, by the way, I know everybody now at this point is getting behind Austin Theory because of uh, Vince McMahon giving him the whole fucking whatever, you know, yeah. giving him the blessing or whatever. But Austin Theory just has a look to him like his parents were cousins. And that like he would find he would find Mad Libs even funnier if he knew what a noun and an adjective and a verb was. Uh, yeah, it's just this Jesus was a big Christ. mound of people for the most part that just were not very good. I mean, this was just a bunch of fucking flunkies with a handful of people that have actually mattered in the past fucking decade. It sucked. It really, really sucked, dude. <laughs> Look at this list of dead dogs. Dead dogs, dude. Right? And what I agree with Cameron. Cameron's freaking out. AJ was eliminated by Madcap fucking Moss. Dude, yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah, that, that just tells you what's what the future of the company listen, is. Listen to this mound, this mound of stegosaurus shit. You have Robert Roode, who's a thousand and on the fucking Billy Gunn diet, clearly. Oh, you didn't uh, like that moment when he cornered AJ? And he made the crowd chant TNA, and he was like, yup, yup, I was a part of that company. So was he. 
Yeah, in 2005. We're not 50. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we swear we're not 50 years old yet. Uh, like I said, the aforementioned uh, Austin Theory, who looks like he's, uh, you know, sniffs his ass and, or scratches his ass and sniffs his finger. Um, mm. Ridge Holland, who, by the way, I repeat once again, his name sounds like a hotel chain and his quality of performance is uh, barely up to snuff for a red roof end. Did you think he was wearing uh, the mask in honor of Cody? I, I think, <laughs> I think they just had nothing. I think he was like, why don't I just come up with a thing? Because I'm nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, have I nothing. mean, my God, talk about a big fucking nothing burger. Uh, then for some reason, both of the fucking losers in, um, uh, what's it called? The Red Cup Society. Oh, there. yes. The Street, street Cups. Profits. We street needed cups. both of those yeah. fucking chuds in there yeah, for no was, reason. Uh, you had Johnny Knoxville, who uh, all credit due, he did better than eight out of 30 of the women, at least in the uh, Women's Rumble. He got a real pop, <laughs> though. People were actually excited to see his silly ass come out there. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, they were. People like, you got a big pop. A huge pop. Yeah, well, they had to because they knew that uh, Dominic Mysterio and Happy Corbin were on deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the shits haven't stopped. Um, you had Rick Boogs, who was <coughs> at least a mildly entertaining form of Yeah, diarrhea. but you're passing up Omas, who did a really good fucking job. Yes, but I'm there. naming yeah. half the co- I'm naming half the match. Oh no, I'm not trying to More save this at half. all. I am not gonna save this at all, but I gotta give the fucking props to where it was due. Omas came out there and I saw that there's a lot of people that don't like him still, and that's that's fine. But I thought it was nice. It was a nice throwback to see a big guy go out there and do big guy things. Him slapping yeah. around Puerto Ricochet was fucking amazing. Him just clearing house was amazing. And then the fact that it took all of these people to get together to throw his ass out, that was totally a throwback to the old days of the big guys. Like, well, who can get the big guy out? Not me. Not me. But maybe if we all work together. And I was like, dude, that's fucking <laughs> classic. Oh, by the way, I, I'm sorry. I passed over Chad Gable, who I do like, but he's yeah. let's be real. He's a he's a dead dog. Yeah, um, he's just, nobody thought he. Well, was he was win. the one. He was the catalyst to beat up everybody. Joined forces to yeah. beat up the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. A Dolph Ziggler, dead dog, but he's a good enough dead worker dog. to know. Bobby Roode, dead dog. A lot yeah. of dead dogs on the side <laughs> of the highway. <laughs> so it seems like it's just like you know you're driving on the highway. It's like oh, there's a dead dog. There's another one. Wait. Is that another dead dog? It's like, oh, that dog seems to be okay. But there's another dead dog. Am I near Michael Vick's house? Uh, No, there's – who else did I forget in this uh, Dude, I got to throw this out there, though, too. Riddle came in at number 20, and I was kind of unimpressed that he really didn't do much. He didn't do much until Randy came out there. And I was like, man, they just didn't give this guy enough to make him at least look credible. Like I understood that if, if Brock Lesnar was coming out at this point, Riddle was going to go bye-bye that that didn't surprise me at all. But the fact that he was spending most of his time trying not to get thrown out by, I don't know, madcap Moss and shit was just <laughs> like, really, you're going to try and tell me or, or make anybody believe that Riddle is so low on the totem pole that a guy like madcap Moss can fucking bat him around. Well- to be fair, Madcap Moss is one of the biggest, most jack guys in the ring, which is why they dress him like a five-year-old going to take pictures at Sears. Uh, oh, don't worry. I'm not done with the dead dog. Oh, dogs. okay. Um, Dolph Ziggler, dead dog, who was smart enough to at least align himself with uh, Bad Bunny so he knows he'll get pictures of himself on TMZ. Mm. Uh, who Good. else am I missing for dead dogs? 
uh, Otis, remember when he was over, let's cut his hair and take away his personality and make him a heel. Uh, what else? I think I, I think I got most of them. Big E didn't do nothing. Oh, my God. That's a little painful to watch. Just say right? Yeah. I thought he was going to win the fucking thing. Yeah. That Big E it's didn't nothing. get shit. This, what do you guys think of the fact that the women had all these like old school surprises and the men had zero? Yeah. Well, yeah. well clearly they, two different people book these things. You know? Well, they also thought all of the huge name brand talent on the men's roster could clearly keep it afloat. Yeah. Uh, this, this was really, like I said, this was mostly complete garbage. This was mostly mm. shit. Most of the people that were in there had no reason to be in there. Right. It's just, it's, it sucked. By the way, this was also just watching this card or watching this uh, match play out. It's a reminder why Vince slid a contract across the table to Kevin Owens and said, write whatever you want to on those lines. Oh, well, you can't forget about the fact that he launched Kofi and Kofi got, uh, Kofi fucked up his spot, huh? Oh, oh so- yeah. That, that people will be talking about that probably for a little bit. Well, I mean, he'd only done that 14 Royal Rumbles in a row. So, (laughs) I mean, once again, this is just redundant shit. Like, it's like, and now coming out for his seventh Royal Rumble, here's fucking (laughs) Happy Corbin. I'm like, this motherfucker's been in seven Royal Rumbles. Seven. Seven. Like, this sucks. Like, it's it's not. So many wasted opportunities and wasted hours watching Aaron Corbin in the Royal Rumble. In different incarnations of him. Now he's in like weird uh, dress, like a Miami jeweler phase. I don't know what this is. <laughs> it's just yacht it's rock just phase. Bad. It's a yacht rock phase. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. A lot yeah, of people yeah, that, didn't show up. We were expecting, or it was being reported that Goldberg was going to show. He didn't show. We didn't get any of the guys from NXT, which no. I was kind of surprised. I thought there would at least be a couple of guys on deck. Uh, who was it that we were talking about on Thursday? Fucking, uh, uh, Bruno Sammartino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no Veer either there, John Krauser. No Veer. Um, fuck, no Dexter Loomis, who was expected. Walter? No X-Pac, which people were no. saying too. Walter. Yeah, well, Gunther. Well, Gunther. Well, no, but like uh, even when you, you know, tongue-in-cheek, you say something like you like a guy like Veer or even like a Jinder Mahal or some of these fucking other dudes where you might say to yourself like, oh, those guys – at least they're not on their seventh Royal Rumble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just, you're doing the same thing over yeah. and over and over. Hoping, again. hoping people won't mention it. Right. right. They're like Dolph Ziggler is going in for his 16th Royal Rumble. I'm like, God, yeah. go home. Yeah. <laughs> go home, dude. This is, that's pathetic on the same exact way. It's like if you went and auditioned for SNL 16 times. Like, right. don't you think they'd eventually just be like, yeah. go home. Well, You're not going to get it. But that's the weird thing, too, is the the one thing that you really point out that's the, the failure of this is 90% of the people that went into this, whether you like them or you don't, whether you think they're good wrestlers or they're not, they're not believable Royal Rumble winners. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like and, everybody yeah. is mid-card at best. It's like there were only a few people. I, I don't know what, maybe maybe fucking five people that I would have looked at and went, okay, that's a possibility. And it would be believable. Like AJ Styles was believable to me. Omos was believable to me. Obviously, if you throw Brock Lesnar in, he was believable to everybody. You know, well, Orton, like KO, you know what I mean? Yeah, Orton was on my list. Big E was on yeah. my list. You know, like 
these are guys you can see winning this thing and people going home like, oh, shit, okay, that's kind of cool. That's somebody different. Brock Lesnar, though, taking it right after his match is just, I don't know, man. I, I think that's yeah, but Mitch, don't you think that sends the message that there are so few people here that mean anything, so we have to give it to the one of three people? But then don't you, like, pad the fucking the rest of those slots instead of putting it with, like, guys that nobody expects to win? Pad it with some of the young kids from NXT. Pad it with some old wrestlers we haven't seen. Dude, there is a plethora of people. If there were, if if WWE wanted to, they could have picked up guys like Damian Sandow just for the shits and giggles. Oh, sure. They could have picked up a, a fucking Chris Masters for the shits and giggles. Like, there's a lot of people on the independents that they could have just picked up just yeah. for the night. And then, I mean, besides the Iconics, because as we all know, the Iconics, you know, they they had that lucrative offer that was given to them, but. They they have to protect their art and impact. So yeah, you know they could have picked up Nick Cage. That would have been oh well, <laughs> twenty three Nick Cage. <laughs> well, dude, it, it, you can you know fuck around and be like, oh, wouldn't it this person, that person? But it's like at least it's different. Yes. Whoever it might be. As, granted, once again, I'm not saying they should send Nick Gage in there, but you know, right? Who who the fuck ever? Like, just bring back somebody. Make it interesting. Make a surprise. We don't need, like I said, the two members of fucking Street Profits. Yeah, Dude, bring back JTG. Right. Oh, yeah. Sake. He's jacked as fucking hell. Anybody. What about Carlito? Fun? Why couldn't Carlito they bring Carlito again? back again? You know? Do you know why? Because if they bring these guys back, all it will be is a reminder of how shitty these new guys are. Yeah. It'll be a real reminder because you remember where it'd be like, oh, JTG's a joke. Oh, Carlito, the Apple guy. But then they show up and you're like, oh, those guys actually know how to work. And they're like entertaining. But and it's just these all, people suck. But sometimes it's just about the member berries. Sometimes it's just fun to see these guys back for a minute. Like, dude, if if Carlito ran down that ring tonight, would I immediately change all of my fucking opinions? Go, oh, Carlito's going to win. Clearly, look, it's Carlito. No, but I'm going to sit there and fucking laugh at it. Watch him get in there. Watch him mix it up with somebody. Maybe maybe John Cena coming out would be one of those guys that would have changed everything. And that's another thing, too, is, man, oh, man, the dirt sheets were wrong on that one, huh? All those rumors <laughs> of John Cena coming out? Fuck. You see, I see it like this. Uh, I'm sure both of you know where I'm coming from. And, John, you're Italian and Irish, so I can guarantee this is a thing. Uh, how many embarrassing pictures does your mom have in a frame <laughs> yeah. in her house of you? <laughs> Two, Probably three, a few. Yeah. A, a dozen, you know, like a high school. Joe, that's unfair. It depends on how long you've been alive. That's true. That sounds, but well, that's actually makes it even better. That's kind of a perfect example of what's going on with WWE. Like them going and getting these older guys and some of these people to show up and show how much better they are than what they have now is like them showing you their old pictures, mm-hmm. except instead you looked great in them. And now you look like shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, look at me. I used to be a model and now you're walking around fucking slugging around an extra 3000 pounds. I just thought you meant embarrassing pictures of like you in the tub at like two years old or some shit. Yeah. Or like, you know, you in like uh, a Justin Bieber outfit. Right. Yeah. See, well, that's that's. I didn't mean like pictures of me in my twenties. I I I don't know how embarrassed I'd be of that, Joe. Anything, (laughs) I feel a little little ashamed and sad. 
No, no. Somebody you can work out with a licensed therapist or a counselor <laughs> of some kind. Oh shit! I thought that this was licensed. Maybe a family member, someone safe in a safe place. Oh yeah, no Corey Graves. That's right. Mm. Remember, he was cleared, guys. Uh, yeah, he was. He was cleared to uh, shave that mustache. <laughs> Fucking herb. Corey, Corey Graves was too busy like filling in as dental floss for Omas. That fucking mm. real thin, talentless little fucking hack. Yeah. Uh, oh, Gail Kim's upset. Yeah, when, when is she not upset? You're listening to Wrestling Soup. So let's get to it. Favorite match of the night, worst match of the night, overall grade, guys. Uh, I mean, the opener was the best thing on the show, unquestionably. I mean, really, when you stomp and you look at it, you go, "That was the that was the peak of the show," and that's what's sad. Uh, yeah, what was the worst thing on the show? Ugh. I- I might have to pick Dewdrop and Becky. Mm. And I say that mostly because we have to remember what that's supposed to be and what Becky's supposed to be, which is, you know, she's, she's the man. She's the last kicker. She's the tough chick. And really, while you're watching <laughs> that match, you go, what is, what's this, what is going on here? Why is this like rail thin chick trying to fucking take down a love seat. Mm. This sucks. Like this mm. is boring. It's not good. Take down a love seat. It's exhausting to watch and it's sad and it makes you feel <laughs> shitty because you're remembering a time that was not many moons ago, but like a year, two years ago yeah. when Becky was this three years ago. And now yeah. she's running around looking like she's on my strange addiction. What the fuck is this? Well, it's crap. Do you, do you think it's going to improve with her, or do you think this is just mommy time and eventually she's just going to go away? Nah, it's done. She's done. She's going away. Mm. She's mm. padding the income. She's making her millions. She's getting in her mm. last fucking couple hits, and then she'll go. Oh, is your uh, overall grade of the night? Uh, eh, C minus. John, favorite, worst, overall grade? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my favorite. I the opener only because I feel like these guys are so oversaturated with everybody, and yet their commitment to making it good and the crowd being so generous, you just you have to accept that was that was such a big moment. You know, I think the the worst uh my low point of the night, the the intergender tag match, just dumb. Just really dumb. It's like one of those Disney comedies, like where two couples get to a disagreement yeah. and start like doing like shenanigans on each other's homes. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna put a flaming bag of dog poop on the lawn. You know, <laughs> it was just, honestly, it was just like, I don't need to see any of these people, and you know, I'm happy that they're happy with their relationship, but it, this is fake. So, like, you know, we don't need that there. Um, overall grade, I would say a C plus because I honestly, I, I feel like outside of the opener, I, the women's match, those two were the only things really worth watching. Mm. Women's rumbles. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, favorite match of the night has to go to the women's rumble. Uh, reason being once again, as I explained it earlier, there was a lot of subplots that happened that I enjoyed a lot of little things that happened. It was very retro 
WWE wasn't afraid to bring back a lot of women that we haven't seen in a while for the better and the worse at the same time. And uh, I think at the end of it with Ronda coming back and winning it, the right woman won. And they obviously made a point to set it up with her and Charlotte. But I thought overall the, the people were eliminated correctly. I thought it felt well balanced. Granted, it was clearly the longest fucking match on the card. And it didn't need to be that way. And I agree with you totally, Joe, when you say the pacing was off. And I think that's because a lot of the women that came back into the ring weren't used to pacing anyways. I think a lot of them threw off everybody else's pacing. I'm not saying that that's an excuse. I'm just saying that that that's probably the catalyst for it. Worst match of the night. Got to go with the men's rumble. Men's rumble was absolutely the worst. Not because Brock Lesnar won it. More along the lines of all the missed opportunities with all the C minus D minus level players that were put in there that (laughs) we were supposed to believe for half a second that any of them deserve to win this fucking thing. And there was a lot of stories that could have been told that they missed out on. Big E should have had more. Randy and Riddle should have had more. I thought they did okay with AJ. I thought they did okay with Omas. But for the most part, it was literally littered with like the cast off fucking talent. There was no opportunities taken with NXT talent. And I thought it was very short sighted. So for my favorite, the women's least favorite, the men's overall grade. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go B minus. I'm gonna go B minus. Uh, don't get me wrong. Dewdrop and Becky was absolutely horrible. I totally agree with you on that one too. I don't really hate the Edge and Beth Phoenix and Miz and Maurice thing because I didn't have anything going into it. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be bad. It's like you're watching a B level <laughs> horror movie on purpose and going, "Well, why is it that Steven Spielberg?" It's not. It's supposed to be bad. And the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar thing was fine as a match. The ending was a little, uh, and the opener Dude, was great. The opener was totally fucking fine. The, it's o- just, the yeah. opener is the only thing that kept this out of the DF category. Mm. Mm. I mean, to me at least, that that was the only thing that saved it from that. The crowd being great, and those two having basically a hell of a fucking performance. And then, of course, the build up to the Brock match and the Bobby Lashley match, which, like I said, I kind of zoned out and I don't even know if it really felt like it paid off to it, but at least that felt like a thing. But no, this wasn't particularly good. And I'm glad that uh, the only thing they have before WrestleMania now is that Saudi match, which, by the way, don't think that I missed out on the uh, hilariously ironic fact to where they're like, we're going to Saudi Arabia. And then they did like a a tribute to a troop. Yeah. To just, where they're sitting there, they're like, Oh, the that guy. And, yeah. yeah. It was a yeah. very long tribute too. Yeah. They're like, they're like now a tribute to this troop who ended up in a war that didn't need to happen. So that way we could fuel the military industrial complex, all of which, which was also <laughs> egged on by Saudi Arabians. But well, well anyways, oh everyone salute the flag. Like, <laughs> fucking Christ. Phony pieces of shit. Yeah, you knew, uh, but that's that's WWE's take for a long time now. This isn't mm, this isn't mm, new mm, WWE mm, patriotism. WWE, let's take the Saudi money and then ignore the fact that the reason why the guy got blown up in the war was oh, you know where this goes. You guys have all yep. read books. It's all Montenegro's fault, but you all have the yeah. internet. Oh, jeez, Blackwater. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I mean, hey, that would have been great Royal Rumble entrance, don't you think? Just get some oh, members from sure. Blackwater. Uh. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah a they would just shot people when they climbed to the ring. 
Well, I knew WWE was waiting because they were, uh, you know, on bated breath for what was going to happen with Ghislaine Maxwell. Because if she oh, got no. off, they were going to have her in the women's rumble. Oh, she was going to have ivory <laughs> spot. Uh, they wanted Betty White in there, even dead. They wanted the corpse <laughs> wheeled out. <laughs> Should have been the biggest star on the entire show outside yeah, of Brock. Yeah. That's the sad thing. Hogan chasing oh, her around the ooh. ring with a with a fucking needle full oh, of the God. vaccine. Betty White's know? corpse, rotting oh. corpse in there. Jesus she would have been the biggest star, and now she's just another beautiful star in the sky. Oh, she sure so, is. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us, John, for the Royal Rumble. I had a blast having you back on. Um, we missed you. A lot of fans missed you on the show, so it's very cool. But uh, go ahead and plug your show, man. Yeah, I have a show called uh, Break the Apocalypse. It comes out every Friday. It's more like a, a comedy news show. Uh, it's uh, It's been going on for a good while. So check it out. And we have a Patreon at uh, Break the Apocalypse. Uh, patreon.com break the app and uh you know we don't cover a lot of wrestling we cover a lot of news topics occasionally you throw the wrestling in there you know what i mean did you guys uh did either of you guys watch the uh, gcw card oh god just the (laughs) clips just clips with fucking uh, oh you didn't watch it cardona um the effie stuff with jeff jarrett you know but no i didn't watch the overall did you see it yeah, I enjoy that um, all of the, the termites have found a way to burrow into the wood. That is that company now. It's nice to see. Yeah, I ordered yeah, it. Brian I was just curious Myers if you guys were going to cover it or not. Yeah, you, you know, your Brian Myers and your fucking Cardona and Jeff Jarrett. It's, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see those guys <laughs> get in there. and Nothing like that up-and-comer Jeff Jarrett going through the indies, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. Glad, you I'm know, glad. a guy like that, a young kid like that, a fresh face. You know, you really want to make sure. He's what I be liked okay about that was that they had him beat Effie clean as a sheet in the middle of the ring in front of thousands of people. I liked that. I thought that was a good thing for them to do because that's what a fifty-year-old man should be doing in his career. Fifty? Are you out of your mind? Did you say fifty? Well, I was 50. rounding down. I was rounding down. <laughs> Dude, I'm fifty. You think me and Jeff Jarrett are the same age? I don't think anything. Hey, John, I don't think you're anything like Jeff Jarrett. No, I, I don't know if we have anything in common with Jeff Jarrett. You guys, I don't even think you guys got a breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, my God. But speaking of, we're almost, way, it's Jeff almost Jarrett breakfast looked, time. Jeff Jarrett was one of the few people who looked like a wrestler on that show. <laughs> <laughs> he's 58 years old. Is he? Oh, no, he's only 54 now. Oh, he's 54? Wow. He's only like four, not even like four years older than me. I like, I like that his profile picture that he used, though, makes him look like Lance Bass. <laughs> that looks like he works in the IT department at some point. Like, he looks like Opie store. from Opie and Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I hope that's not on his plenty of fish. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Much love to everybody joining us. Obviously, support the show. Go to WrestlingSoup.com. Go to Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Soup. Uh, we've got a new Frank and Gus going up. And then, of course, on Monday, we got breakfast soup with myself and DT. And then on Tuesday, we got uh, Kev, Andrew Carlick, and myself covering up uh, everything that happens on Raw. And obviously, Kevin Castle's thoughts on what happened with Royal Rumble. I'm I'm very curious what your brother thinks. I'm sure he's got mm. some. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. I don't even know if he saw it tonight. He might have been working. But yeah. uh, I'm very curious to see what he thought about it, too. Sure. But- and, and adopt senior animals. Yeah. Yes, every time. Name them Jeff Jarrett. Either Jeff or Jarrett. <laughs> Send us pictures. Rubber band guitars <laughs> to their neck. Yeah, that's great. All right, guys. Much love, everybody. Peace.
Perspiris. Peace.